Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Frank. Dave, good morning, my friend. How are you on this fine Sunday up in La La Land? What's going on up there in L.A.? L.A., yeah, we are, we're still alive and kicking up here. So um, this is uh, some interesting times up here in this city yeah. as the rest of the country. But, you know, in most ways, we are almost back to normal. Almost. We've had to play catch up here in, in L.A. because we've got some sticks in the mud still uh, mucking up the works, if you know what I'm talking about. But let me tell you, I was just out and about this last week. Yeah. Everyone's at the beach playing volleyball again. Okay. Everybody's out uh, in concerts are back in full function and play. They have masks on when they're playing beach volleyball, just out of curiosity. They do not, but you still see some nutballs on the uh, driving and just on the bike paths with masks on. Seriously, folks. <laughs> I know you, everyone out there is like, what is Dave talking about? People are yeah. weird out here. <laughs> um, but no, it's just up at the famous a uh, couple of days ago with some work pals at the, the famous Musso and Frank's restaurant. Oh, yeah. And Barra. It's been open 100 years. It's on Hollywood Boulevard. If you come to L.A., you got to at least uh, visit and have one of their famous vodka martinis. Oh, yeah. Um, all the celebrities used to hang out there, but it was packed. packed. It, was, it was this Thursday night, five, six, seven p.m. Packed. So it was great to see that they, that place made it through the pandemic, and they're still doing great up there. So fabulous, awesome! And I had a fantastic steak, so that was nice. Steak and lobster, dessert, appetizer. I didn't do the lobster, but yeah, oh, everything. You like else. eat enough for the whole week there, just to get it was up? it was it was delicious. Um, I just I like how the traditional famous places you know make it through. I don't I don't care about the chain restaurants, of course, right. Right. Um, screw them. But anyway, so it, it has to do with like the time to the first story, dude. Split yeah. America. Split America. So here we have things are kind of back to normal, but then you see all this other nonsense, right? You yeah. see the supply chain break, breaking. You see the, the stock market plunging, and yeah. yet you kind of see things kind of back to normal. So leading into our first story, talk about a split America. Yeah. So that the bald-headed ahead of uh, uh, our <laughs> homeland security. Alejandro Mayorkas. Alejandro right. Secretary. He's up there in Capitol Hill. He says, hey, you know, uh, this is what he's thinking. He's not saying this. Um, right. You know that, uh, that that billionaire dude just bought Twitter, Elon Musk? You know, we got to do something because since yeah. we everybody hates our policies, right. there's only the only way we're going to be able to get any votes in November is to lie, cheat, and steal. Right. And to misinform. So out of yeah. nowhere, ba-ba-ba-ba. They create a disinformation governance board. <laughs> yes. All right. So, hey, hello, George Orwell. Can I yeah. please uh, have a ticket for the next uh, conference? Well, not just George Orwell. How about uh, Herman Goebbels Grobel, back in World oh, War II? Uh, yeah. How about this, uh, every every tyrant despot that's ever is, lived has had a ministry of disinformation? Yeah. Hello, Pravda. Can I have a, 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 yeah. a ticket for the next? Yeah. This is right out of, a, or, or, you know, uh, yeah, Nazi Germany, you know, Stalin's yeah. uh, Russia. Exactly. Um, anyway, yeah. so he comes and he's trying to defend this thing. And this is just as perverted uh, as you can imagine. Yeah. Basically, uh, they're going to decide what is missing. And these are the same people, of course, that can't control our border and believe that white supremacists right. are the number one problem <laughs> I know. With, with this country. Frank, what, yeah. what do you got on this? Dude, it's an incredible story. You touched on a couple of the highlights or lowlights. It's great to see you. Great to connect with our uh, listeners at home. Um, yeah, look, this is an incredible development. And I think, first of all, uh, cue ball head Mayorkas is about as thick as a head of lettuce, dude. So he didn't come up with this idea. This is all like it's deep state, Obama driven, et cetera, et cetera. So this is obviously wasn't his idea. But he, you look at that guy testifying, dude. You saw the testif- testifying sure. on the Hill, right? Yeah. You watch him testify. He's lying. I mean, he just sure. you look at him and you can see he's lying. You can tell he's lying. You look at his body language. He's just carrying the 
you know, carrying the water for the deep state. So anyways, Ministry of Disinformation. So for, so, so for folks who know at home, so this is a disinformation governance board that has no people appointed, no website. It's within the Department of Homeland Security. The executive branch did that very intentionally so that they could totally control it and use the Emergency Powers Act, which technically this country is still in a state of emergency. It's not been rescinded yet. So they can use that branch and use emergency powers to affect change when they don't like what's going on in the Congress or the policies or whatever else. So the thing is headed by a woman named Nina Jankowitz. Nina Jankowitz. And I know that sounds like she should be like an MTV you know, video host or something. But uh, that aside, she is uh, previously at the Woodrow Wilson uh, Institute, far left think tank. But more importantly, uh, this woman is a far left propagandist. There's a long, long history, Dave, of this woman covering up for Biden. In fact, Rick Grinnell was out on Twitter the other day. She pushed propaganda design to help Joe Biden out of the scandal three weeks before the 2020 election. She called the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, Dave, Russian disinformation. She actually called it a Trump weapon. So, you know, and this is a woman in charge of disinformation. The, the, the fact of the matter is, is that all of these things are totally ideological. I mean, 1000% has nothing to do with trying to clean up the, the, the bad stuff on the internet or the disinformation no. or whatever. She is just a far left hack. And uh, there's a hysterical out there video out there, which you, I think you, you talked about, right? This is a video of her like doing something. Tell us about it. So you're being too nice to her. She is a psychotic <laughs> witch. Yes. I mean, uh, this this whole, the governance board is bad enough. And they've already been ripped this way to Sunday. Yeah. Um, even over there in the EU, because, you know, Twitter is, uh, sorry, uh, it's, it, this will have ramifications throughout, you know, a lot right. of various levels. And mainly they're going to go go after uh, Twitter and so on down right. the line. Well, they formed uh, it because they lost control of Twitter, right? Exactly, I mean, they formed it still... very simply. They formed it because they lost control of their narrative engine, which is Twitter. Yeah, even in the EU, they're they're getting upset about this. So, this psychotic witch, Nina Jankowicz, we're going to hear more about her. And already, the blowback of her her, her of her songs and her rants. This yeah. has been going on for like twenty years with her. Yeah. So she she has it's cringeworthy. Is the, I love that word because it fits her to a T. This uh, obviously a self-indulgent, shallow narcissist is what she is. Yeah. And she's singing these idiotic songs. She sounds like a 12-year-old from some uh, uh, you know, stuck-up prep school thinking, oh, I'm the greatest thing in the world. She's talking about uh, sleeping with Harry Potter and these weird sexual uh, fantasies with young of kids. Of course. Um, Dude, once so, again, uh, the, pedo, the pedo dem party raises the ugly head, right? It's just that's who they are. That's, that's the, it's all, it's, whether it's on the surface or below, that's who they are. Yeah. And so and tying this in, back into Twitter again, it has been less than two weeks and let me tell you, the, the actual, right, you would know this, right, Frank, the actual sale of Twitter hasn't officially happened Oh, no, yet. of course not. No, no, no. This, this takes weeks and maybe even months, right? Oh, months. No, months, months. So, it, the deal won't and, even close for like six to nine months. Right. And already, right, we're seeing a, the, a rebalance of the number of followers and views for the conservative tweet, uh, Twitter tweeters yeah, yeah. go way up and yeah. the other side go way down. Yeah. And well, that's, and believe me, he's talked about... If he really wants to take over this thing, uh, Frank, yeah. he has to fire half of the Twitter employees. No, all of them. All Dave. the engineers. Everybody's got to go. The legal board, they all got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Bannon's been talking about this on War Room. Everyone's got to go. Mass firing. Look, it's very simple. I mean, just look at engagement, right? So Trump's truth social platform. So Biden put out a tweet on 
Twitter the other day. Right. It got about 5,000 likes. This is the president of the United States, supposedly. Got 81 million votes, by the way. Yeah, oh, oh totally. Absolutely. And 100% legally and everything's the fairest election ever, right? Bunch of bullshit. Um, he got 5,000, uh, you know, likes or retweets or whatever. And then you get a guy like and, and uh, Trump, who does the same thing, puts out a, a thing on Truth Social, and he gets m- like hundreds of thousands. So the engagement factor is what I'm getting at here. It really shows you how perverse Twitter, Facebook is in terms of throttling uh, back people. They use those algorithms to throttle back people. They don't want those messages being propagated. And it's yeah. classic. I, you know me, I've never been a Twitter a user but bottom line is, as of right now, it's still the number one social media platform in the world. Two hundred and fifty million. So they say. So they say. But do you see oh, the so quarterly? Well, did you see so the we, quarterly earnings report? So you're right. Yeah, it got I mean, demolished. Big yeah. picture, but it got got demolished for a couple of reasons. One, missed the numbers. Two, they came out and said, guys, you know what? Between 2019 and 2021, when we said we grew our user base by like six million, yeah, that was all wrong. Sorry, that was all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, we, yeah. we get, there's like a few decimal points wrong with that. So actually, uh, we we didn't grow our daily active user base. It's such bullshit. It's just yeah. all. BS signal, not noise, people signal, not noise. Don't focus on the noise. I will really be happy is if before November that they really do clean up these, get rid of the engineers, change the analytics that allow the correct, right? The correct uh, amount of uh, users tied into a tweet and the retweeting and all that stuff and get rid of the leak. Who is the, these Indian, uh, the two uh, American Indians that are running the legal yeah. board of, yeah. of Twitter. I, for, I forget oh their my names. God, they're well, there's, there's one who's the general counsel and she's the yeah. one who got, she personally pulled Trump off permanently. That was her decision. Right. She's getting $17 million a year, Dave, uh, to be the general counsel at Twitter. She's the first uh, chick who's going to get fired. And then that numbskull who's the CEO right now, he's just a placeholder. I mean, that right. dude's going to, he's going to walk away with like $40 million if this deal goes through. Uh, well, let's, uh, yeah, let's uh, keep our fingers crossed. Anyway, um, we're going to hear more about this, this stupid governance board. And I just love how within just a few days, all this, this uh, Nina's uh, little music uh, tirades online have come out and she's just getting uh, uh, blasted left and right, which is hilarious. So uh, way yeah. to go, uh, uh, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Um, yeah. So, um, hey, uh, let's shift gears. Uh, the now let's officially call this a never ending war. So. Once again, another spin that the Democrats have used for 100 years. Oh, the Republicans are so war, war. They're all hot. They just want devastation and war, right? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's the Democrats that want the never-ending war. Right now, as we speak, uh, Nancy, who has no face Pelosi, because it's so you know, plastic, uh, <laughs> she's over there uh, talking with Zelensky right now in Ukraine. Yeah, secret promising- trip. Yeah, secret trip, promising yeah. another. Yeah, Biden just said, oh, yeah, let's give Ukraine another $33 billion. $33 billion. Yeah. dollars yeah uh because they they believe me they want this war to go on and on now i'm, I'm convinced of it yeah. uh, and they're going to keep funding whatever else they don't care how much of it is wasted yeah uh, who gets hurt and they say well the ukrainians are winning but when you look at some of this video footage the ukraine's getting blasted yeah sure okay? i mean russia yeah, doesn't whole, care yeah yeah they, they don't care so i think at this point um it is uh please you know Obviously, CNN or the, the lamestream media is not going to call it this way, but I would call this a never-ending war. Uh, Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said, "Oh, well, we have to, you know, back them up. It's a, we have to do that." Uh, 
I, I think this is going to just go on at least through months to come. Yeah, no, 100% months to come. Uh, little technical thing on the $33 billion. So Biden requested the appropriation. Obviously, Ooh. Congress has to open the purse, and that's their yeah. job, and, and approve it. But what's going to be very interesting to yeah. see, Dave, is whether or not people, because it's a very slim majority in Congress, and a lot of these folks are up for re-election in six months. So I'm going to be curious to see if they even get that passed in the house so that's the 33 okay, is not a done deal so we'll see we'll see yeah we'll yeah. see we'll see how that goes but yeah pelosi in ukraine you get all these secret trips let me add one to the pile uh i'm over at the new york post uh representative ilhan omar ilhan omar oh. our favorite muslim from uh minneapolis minnesota um who married her brother to uh, get her green card to come into the country. I mean, this, this chick is just like so brutal. Anyway, dude, she takes a secret. And when I mean secret, the government didn't even fund this trip. So people are trying to find out who funded this trip. She's over there in the Kashmir region of Pakistan, trotting around, talking to various leaders in Pakistan and India, whatever. But the main thing that irked everybody was, was her stop in the disputed, uh, Kashmir region of Pakistan. And of course, India, which is the world's thinks third largest democracy or second largest democracy uh, was like, Hey, dude, what the hell? Like to the U S what's going on? What's this chick doing over here <laughs> out of control, unfunded, not over, no oversight from the secretary, oh, Lord, the, uh, secretary right, of right. state. Like what is going on? So you add all this stuff up and then, you know, throw in a little bit of, uh, you know, exploding food processing plants to the boot, which is our next story. And things are looking weird, dude. It's weird. That's why I was talking about kind of a split America, because on one side, you know, you kind of walk around your local city and things look somewhat normal. And then this chaos. So, yeah, let, let's talk about more about that. So we we told you, was it last podcast? Right? It was last one. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. said well, all of a sudden out of nowhere, which is very odd. And you can call this maybe not so accidental <laughs> or orchestrated. Right. That we've had now since the beginning of 2022, we're looking at four months, five months that about two dozen food processing and fertilizer plants across the nation have caught on fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two of them planes hit them, which yeah. is okay. Let's yeah. take the two with the let's planes just, out of it. Yeah. Let's, let's call <laughs> take that, the outliers okay, out. Yeah. Take those two outliers out. Yeah. Along with the, you know, various other problems that we're having with the you know, supply chain and now tied into that. Okay. You can draw your own conclusions about the food processing plant over the last two months. Do you know, I don't think 99% of it, I just found out about this, over 22 million birds have been exterminated because of a so-called bird flu. Bird flus do happen. How come the story has not received more press, Frank? Yeah, I don't know. 22 million chickens have been euthanized, if that's the way to put it, because, quote unquote, there was a one bird flu outbreak in one plant. In one plant alone, they killed 5.5 million birds. Wow. At this place called Rembrandt Enterprises in Iowa. Dave, does that mean they can't be uh, used for McNuggets? Is that, how does that work? I, 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 right. I tell you, this is the one time I would actually agree. There was an animal rights activist that uh, they, she stormed into some uh, place with, with a local politician and, you know, they, she got arrested. Right. Um, this is weird. This has not been uh, corroborated. Um, I, with all the hungry people around the world and, uh, you know, I don't know who just makes this decision, but that's a lot of birds. It's a lot of birds. Yeah. It's, uh, it's sad. 
I mean, and I, you know, I'm not a, a scientist. No, well, because I know bird flu is we call it the avian flu call. I guess yeah. that is what it is. And you, and you can add to that. Oh, wow. You can add to that number all the birds that are getting killed by the libtards windmills uh, out there offshore. All those gigantic windmills, right. which are completely environmentally unfriendly. But let me add to your story and this is a perplexing story tucker carlson covered this yeah. on fox and it's getting a little bit deeper here this whole food and i'm a, i'm over at the new york post again headline why are america's food processing plants suddenly exploding yeah. this is april 22nd the story um and it goes like you said it goes on to let you know and it's normal to have the odd fire and this and that and some you know whatever but you know for and not just you just listed the US ones Dave I actually did a little more research over in zero hedge there are stories of dozens and dozens and dozens of similar plants exploding fires um uh, all kinds of uh disasters acts what call what you want uh outside the US as well so you have to ask yourself a question during a supply chain crisis that's purposefully uh, an inflation crisis that's purposefully induced because when you control energy and you control food, you control people. And that's really the yeah. communist manifesto. And so I've never seen such, and I, I could read through a whole ton of stories here, you know, X, Y, Z plants, damage, fire, like you said, the two plane crashes, um, it's extraordinarily high. It's extraordinarily high. What are they trying to do? Are they trying to short the food supply? Are they trying to drive prices up? Are they trying to do both? Um, what's behind all these? Are the are, are these purely accidents? It seems like yeah. way too many to be accidents, Dave. Yeah, for, you're touching on the, the the big picture items. Can can you? It's hard to even you know actually accept this as a reality. But I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say that these globalists yep. are are they actually calling somebody and said, "Hey, Charlie, go set this plant on fire." Mm, maybe um, because for them. Yeah. Yeah. To have this kind of, they thrive on chaos. They thrive on totally. people being panicked and people uh, having to rely on government 100%. Yeah. And this is going, leading into the November election. Yes. If they can say, oh, well, uh, only we can help uh, help, uh, we help yeah. you get food on your yeah. plate because you, of X, yep. Y, and Z. Yeah. Then they're can, they're in the driver's seat and they're yeah. happy. They don't care about you. Just like with just like with uh, with COVID, right? So now we're seeing this in California right now. You can only water your lawn once every two weeks. You can only go to the grocery store once every other day. You know what? I mean, whatever. So, I mean, the grocery store thing is not in place yet in California. But kind of to your point, Dave, I think that's where things could potentially be heading because they they want to create these emergency situations and that's why they don't want to take away the state of emergency right so yeah. they can maintain that control um it's uh we, we need i think that at this point we need we need whistleblowers that's going to be the winter we need people to come out and say yeah this scumbag called uh my pal and said hey torch that uh processing plant well, I know or, that or create this yeah. kind of chaos or do yeah. this or that. And I, well, here's my, here's my allegory analogy here. So, you know, the Dinesh D'Souza movie that's coming out called 2000 mules, right? Yes. And this is about all the guys that basically were, these are low life, you know, criminal type, you know, inner city people or whatever, bags, Left, yeah. but, but you give them three, four 500 bucks, tell them just go drop off ballots in a box and they do it. I'm going to make a bit of a leap here and say they're using basically the same model for the food processing plant situation. Yeah. I think they're just basically paying off a lot of low life scumbag criminal types to go and set these fires, 
do these things, and have it, these and explosions. It, and it's 2000 mule like is my, my base. And it's point. various levels down. So they can't get traced at the top. Exactly. exactly. So it's like, you tell this person, you tell that yeah. person. It's like a, it's like a mob hit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's why they even, can, then that's yeah. what they can say with the election, for example, like, Oh yeah. It's just so some giant it's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. But that's the whole point. It's so that it it's, makes it's it for, it's for control and to keep you under their thumb and this also, I think, also ties into how we've told you many times that it, Bill Gates, that scumbag who used to run Microsoft, mm-hmm. uh, is now the largest private owner of farmland in this country. Yes. And yes. I think only bad things can happen with him. It's, a t- uh, it's, definitely, it's definitely a tie-in. Dave, great to see you this week. Let's wrap it up. Folks, don't forget to check out our favorite podcast platform or choice at home. We are on Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, Podbean, and we are on social media, Getter, Gab, and MeWe. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.